Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast, your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews, with your host, TJ Bowser and Grandmaster Ziad. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 20 of the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Today is July 4th, 2018, and, and this is your host, TJ Bowser. Joining me, as always, is... Grandmaster Ziad here, signing on. And from the Dutch Dubac team... Joel, the man, the myth, the legend... And... Storms. Jeroen, also known as Komari. Thank you for coming aboard again today, boys. It is Independence Day here in America. Uh, Yay! The 4th of July, as we call it here also. Uh... Mo, how was your week, buddy? Oh, man, it's been a busy week, actually. I uh, didn't have much time to play Battlefront as I usually do, as I have been studying diligently for the GREs, which I'm taking at the end of the month, so fingers crossed. Excellent. What about you, Mr. Jill? Yeah, it was fine. It was good weather, so uh been spending a little bit outdoors. Uh, you run? Yeah, yeah, great, great. Uh, got morning shift, so I uh, start 5.30 in the morning, but I'm also uh, finished at 2.30. And uh, yeah, I'm having a great re- week. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Uh, I just got the new do-back discussion set up, which should help inc- improve quality and uh, streamline amazing, this man. process. Thank you. I actually just put up my Rio and uh, Chewbacca with Porg Funko on top of my speakers today, and I think that like, makes it look Excellent. Uh, anyway, I think it's time to uh, buckle up, baby, and get on with this news. Mel, would you like to start us off, you sexy little thing, you? All right, all right, all right. So, we got new Star Wars fan awards have been, been announced. If you're a talented artist with a knack for anything from movies to cosplay and a passion for Star Wars, then the new announcement by StarWars.com will sure... To get you excited. In an effort to reward and celebrate the creative capabilities of the fandom, from July 18 to September 17, StarWarsFanAwards.com, that's StarWarsFanAwards.com, will be accepting submissions in four main categories with several awards under each long film, short film, photography, and visual art. The official winners will be decided by a panel of Lucasfilm judges while the Audience Choice Award will be decided by us fans. Voting for Audience Choice Award opens from November 2nd and closes November 13th. We've got a quote here from StarWars.com from the uh, from the announcement. We want to honor the many ways that fans express their love of a galaxy far, far away, including everything from fan-made films to cosplay and beyond. So if you're most impressive, we want to see what you can do. Most. So that's some really, really exciting news for fans of all kinds, no matter what type of talent you have, I'm sure you can figure out some way to be involved in this award process. So uh, hopefully Dubac will have something to offer. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll be nominated this, for something. <laughs> is this like the, the, the first ever, uh, uh, no. you know, nominations? The, the, like the first like uh, award ceremony or 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for the fans and all no, that. No, it's like not. For those, uh, uh, this is fan a, movies. I think this happens every year, or every two years. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Every year. Well, I'm looking forward to that. We'll see what comes of it. Hopefully those fuckers on Rebel Force Radio, fuck you guys, you misogynistic pieces of shit. Uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> don't get anything. Uh, Iran. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. On the comic sequence, uh, Dr. Afra's new issue has come out, issue 21, but uh, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything about it so, because I'm going to write an article, so stay tuned on the Dubek Discussion Network yes, yes, website. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, check back every Saturday for a new article from Kumari about Kumari. Whatever, whatever fucking comic book he's reading that week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Dr. Afra. It's going to be Dr. Afra. So, Dr. Afra's pretty cool. We got a little discussion topic going on. There were some rumors going around that Kathleen Kennedy was going to get replaced by uh, Kevin Feige, which I believe is the guy that does the Marvel Universe. Fe- Feige. Feige? Yeah, Feige. Okay. Mm-hmm. But. But uh, actually, nobody, nobody really said that Feige was going to replace her. They just wanted somebody like Feige. Oh, well, Kevin Feige won't replace Kathleen Kennedy at Lucasfilm. Ryan Johnson's trilogy will proceed as planned. A certain rumor from a t- notoriously unreliable source has made the round suggesting that Kathleen Kennedy is on thin ice and that they're looking for a replacement from the other studio heads with Kevin Feige being the most likely one now. Peter? Anyone? Mm-hmm. No. Sarietta? Sarietta. Of slash no, no, film, I don't know. Has who's uh, who's Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's a bitch who's in uh, charge of Star Wars. Yeah, she's in charge uh, of Lucasfilm. Bro. Yeah, she's the one that George Lucas chose himself to replace him. So, uh, has authored uh-huh. a piece explicitly explicitly debunking this, along with his spelling any suggestion that Ryan Johnson's trilogy is getting canceled. So, when it comes down to it, if a movie fails, it's not Kathleen's fault. It's Bob Iger's. Because it's not all Lucasfilm. And I I know this might sound contradictory. But, like, the funds come from Disney. To make these movies. Right. So, like, you're pitching this idea to Bobby I. and And you're like, well, here's the movie. And he's like, okay, well, I can see that working. I can see that being profitable. They give that money to Kathleen Kennedy, and they take that in whatever direction they want. Right. So if a movie bombs, the initial problem, and whatever solo bombed for a reason, whatever reason that is, marketing or anything like that, uh, I feel that no one should replace Kathleen Kennedy. She's doing a fine job, and I know Joel will disagree. <laughs> uh, that's, just, that's just what it is. But – well, we can agree to disagree. Yes. That's fine. Uh, we're not going to get into the same conversation we've had on this podcast numerous times. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't see her getting replaced anytime soon. She's uh, she's also re- released three profitable movies, including Force Awakens, Rogue One, and uh, Last Jedi. And I don't see a problem with Solo other than poor marketing. And if it if <clears throat> and in the end, it's hurting Disney. It's not hurting uh, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm yeah. is just a subsidiary of of Disney. Uh, Mohammed, any right thoughts now, yeah. on this? No, I mean, um, 
think Kathleen Kennedy, for the most part, has done. A, I mean, yeah, the Last Jedi was controversial, but I think Rogue One alone, not to mention Force Awakens, which was pretty good as well. I mean, those were great movies. So was Solo. I think um, a lot of the hate that has been that has been thrown is mostly from the Last Jedi, which again we can um, blame her, but I think it's unfair to blame only her for no matter the controversy. There's an entire team behind the process. You got producer Ron Bergman. You got Ryan Johnson. You like you said, you got Disney behind it. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I think it's I think it's easy for us to pin all the faults on her because she at the end of the day, that's her her position makes her the fall guy. Yes, if that makes sense. Like Ryan she's the took easy a chance. person to blame. With episode eight, Ryan took a chance. He went off the beaten path. He didn't play it safe. Every other movie's played it safe. Fuck right. mm-hmm. Solo played it safe. Yeah. They stuck to the formula that works. And, okay, some people like it when they don't play it safe. Some people like The Last Jedi. Now, the people that like The Force Awakens don't like Last Jedi because Force Awakens played it safe. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's literally uh, a shadow of sorts of uh, A New Hope. And they stuck to the formula, the Star Wars formula that works. But do we want every Star Wars movie to stick with that formula? And that's the question we have to ask ourselves. Do we want to watch the same story over and over and over again? Or do we want something no. that goes completely gets... No, absolutely no, not. That's, that's, no. If you ask me, that's why Revenge of the Sith was also uh, also a big change. Because it showed us a darker path of how it could be. Yes, I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It's just... I, I think Ryan... I, I don't know. It, he took a gamble. It paid off financially. Financially. But we lost a lot of fans because of it. Yeah. And the, gal- no, the galaxy's in turmoil. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right there. The galaxy is in turmoil. Uh, yeah. Help me, JJ. You're our only hope. Yes. Uh, Rowan, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah. I haven't got much thoughts on it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about playing it safe and all that. And taking the, the, the right turn where everybody took the left turn. Yeah. I mean, certainly none of us were expecting Last Jedi to go the way it did. No. Some people liked it, some people didn't. None of us were expecting I, it, though. I, I'm just uh, sure. I'm just guessing till uh, for episode 9, and uh, uh, till further notice, uh, I won't say so much about it. Okay, I, I feel like episode 9 will probably be a safe bet and be a good movie, because J.J.'s back at the helm. True, but... Hell tie like, up loose ends. I'm assuming we'll see the Knights of Ren... Joel, chime but, in. But, uh, I, I don't know, man. He's got a lot of... Um, in, in order to get all the fans back on board, uh, fans just want Luke back. So, unless he does that... I think we're going to get Luke back still in Force Ghost. I honestly I, think, I think that we're going to get Luke back in Force Ghost. Yeah, uh, not that Force Ghost, just real. Just, real, just like... He, let's see him kicking ass and... Stuff like that. Because that that's what the fans wanted to see after waiting for Here's the year. My like the, the older fans. They they wanted to see all they wanted to see was the old band together and Luke kicking ass as a as a full blown Jedi master. Well, things went and a different way. We didn't get that. Things went a different way, and there's nothing that we can change that. What's canon is canon. But I feel like what the new movie is gonna focus around is the new Jedi Order that Ray is making versus the Knights of Ren and the First Order Empire. Well, whatever you want to call it, because now with uh, yeah. with Ben at the helm or Kylo, uh, I feel like he's really going to start expanding and start doing a whole Vader Emperor type thing. Uh, 
Also, we're also maybe. dealing. We're going to be dealing with that. Only what thirteen people left in the resistance. Maybe we might see uh, Lando come out of hyperspace with like a couple fucking Mon Cala ships and his crew. You know, it's it, it's everything's up in the air right now, and it's hard to tell. But I hope it goes the way that I'm thinking about it, because that would not that would give us the lightsaber fights. That would give us the space battles, and that give us the provocative wrap up. You know, to the to the entire trilogy. And then uh, from there, it's open-ended, you know. Uh, the movies to come after that are pretty much whatever they want it to be. With Ryan's trilogy, John Favreau's TV series, uh, the the DB, uh, the Game of Thrones guys, D.B. Weiss. Is that his name, D.B. Weiss? D.B. Weiss. D.B. Weiss, okay. Yeah. D.B. Weiss. Yeah, and the Don't other Don't forget guys. Resistance. We got Resistance coming along. Oh, we also, this fall, we got Star Wars Resistance. So, again, we know what Resistance, where the timeline's at and that. But, like, everything else... Uh, after episode nine is going to be completely like we don't know so i yeah, mean indeed. i haven't even thought about that so with fight with 534 days left before we get episode nine i mean all we can the bet as fans all we can do is look forward with optimism uh, because you got to remember ryan johnson's not at this movie and the force awakens was a goddamn good movie I don't care what yes, anyone it says. It was a fucking fantastic movie. And it really opened the doors to this new trilogy and a new era of fans. So let's just say, let's just have the same mindset going that we did going in episode seven as we do for episode nine. So that, that's my, that's my two cents. <laughs> All right. We can agree on, on that. Uh, everybody good on that or you want to improve? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. I think that's, that's somewhere where we can all meet in okay. the middle. Now, uh, with the next article, uh, before Joel speaks about it, uh, for Joel and Yoroan, uh, Galaxy's Edge is a park in uh, Hollywood Studios, which is part of Disney World. That is in uh, Orlando, Florida. Now, also, Disneyland's getting this also. It's Galaxy's Edge, which is a Star Wars theme park. And uh, it takes place on the fictional planet of, of Batu. And it ha- will have a forested, like, cantina area. It'll have a resistance area. And it will have a first order era- area. And it will also have a spaceship hotel where everyone in Galaxy's Edge will be in character while it- the park is open. So it will allow for an immersive experience. So from from cool. the- from that knowledge that you are getting right now, you can go on and read those uh, articles. Okay? Yes. And it, sure. is, to op- I- it is to open to ni- 2019 fall. Yeah. Okay. Go. All right. So, get Star Wars Galaxy's Edge expanded model and Force Ghost rumors. A brand new expanded model of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge debuted yesterday at Walt Disney uh, Presents in Disney's Hollywood Studios. The new model shows an expanded view of the Galaxy's Edge expansion and also includes some vehicles, including the transport ship and edits recently announced at Star Wars Galactic Nights. All right. So, there's a lot of pictures here on. Uh, so, I'm going to cut you off real quick. And it uh, looks- since it's an at-at, uh, do you think that maybe instead of uh, more modern Star Wars, this is going to take place during like OG trilogy time, seeing that we're getting an at-at? Well, uh, I, I don't care if it's an at-at or an at That's just semantics. Well, you know what I mean. Like instead, It's an at-at and not an ATM6. You know what it's I mean? It's an ATM. Oh, uh, like that. Yeah, okay. ATMT. You, you sh- you're trying to see like period-correct <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. ships. Um... 
Well, you you said yourself like there's a first order and there's a, a that's just, imperial. That's and... just what we understand so far. We don't know exactly what's all going on, and I'm sure if the look... Disneyland and the Disney World versions are going to be completely different. You think so? Because in in one of these um in one of these pictures it, it says Resistance Intersystem Transport Ship. Oh, so okay. I think we'll be getting from all types of eras. Okay, good. Yeah. Minus prequel then because Disney safe. refuses to say anything prequel. Unless right. it's Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Joel. Alright, let's curl up. Um, Alright, so um, yeah, all these uh, pictures look really, really good. I'm really fucking jealous that we have to wait until 2021 for it to open over here. <laughs> then again, it doesn't give me some time to save up. Oh, there's that. Yes. Um, there's There have been recently uh, a, n- a number of patents filed directly related to Star Wars Galaxy Edge, one of which leads to potentially believe that the expansion could have holograms and force ghosts. The patent describes technology as follows. Quotes, the floating image may be in a space in which viewers may be present such that the viewers can be near to the image and can, in some cases, walk about and interact with the floating image. Preferably, the display system would be configured to produce a floating image that can be large in scale and, in many applications, be in dark rooms or spaces, but also in more highly illuminated rooms or spaces. Uh, like a 3D image may float in an outside space near a queue for a ride or attraction at an amusement or theme park or in a lobby or uh, of a mu- movie theater. So, yeah, that just gave me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> New technology like this could be utilized to place interactive force ghosts through the park or uh, throughout the park or a hotel in various locations. By reflecting a projected image off of multiple mirrored surfaces and into physical space, they can essentially create an image that appears to be floating. You would be able to create a 3D appearance for a character without the use of 3D glasses. The patent says that uh, images can either be in 2D or 3D, allowing the image to look more realistic. There's no guarantee this technology in the patent will be seen in the parks or hotels, but it certainly seems as though Disney could make excellent use of it with a variety of current projects. Yeah, not to mention the fucking movies, man. I mean... <laughs> it would be cool I mean, to, like, walk past something and, like, old old Ben's uh, Force Ghost pops up and say, Oh, hello there. Yeah. That's like, do you remember in, uh, in the Avengers movie, uh, what's that in 3D? The I think it was the first Avengers movie. That Tony Stark comes uh, as as, uh, as Iron Man. He comes into his office, and he walks, and and you get that suit is just taken away. And after that, there's this uh, projection of um, whatever it was. It was a 3D image, and it was just like drooling over that because <laughs> it looked so realistic. It looked like you could just wave your hand through it. And I I hope that's pretty much what this is going to be about. Mo? No, I'm excited as hell. I really love the way um, Orlando Studios really kicked ass with the Harry Potter theme park. So I assume this is going to be even cooler because... Um, because of Star Wars. You know, it, 
Yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> right? Harry Potter was great. I loved it. I've been there a couple times. But um, this is I, you get a hotel. It's an entire park and not just a part of a park. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited as hell, and I'm sure I'll see you there, TJ. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, those plans have already been set. <laughs> <laughs> Next year is going to be what they call Liddy Titty for old Bardo here. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous. I'm really jealous. Momo. Yes, yes. We got some cool stuff. Um, so we got some news that Star Wars Episode Nine is going to be filming some scenes at Cardington Airship Sheds and Bedfordshire in the United Kingdom. Nice. So um, <clears throat> yesterday, an old friend informed us of a shooting location for Star Wars Episode Nine, a location previously used for Rogue One. Last night, our own Patrick Russell was contacted by English airship historian and Star Wars fan himself, Trevor Monk, that Star Wars is returning to the Cardington airship sheds in Bedfordshire, UK, for some Episode Nine shooting. Um, Trevor tweeted, uh, Trevor Monk tweeted to the public, um, filming, not shield generator, winky face, uh, um, hashtag Cardington, hashtag Star Wars. And you see a little picture um, of the scene, um, kind of like a little out of the, out of reach look location so trevor monk told us that multiple people who didn't know each other each separately told him about this he said hearing episode nine have parts will have parts filmed at shed two at cardington heard from three different people so far one works there and said he wouldn't say but clued me well and others are the others are contacts separate from the first person saying the same nothing physical yet to show now you may recall Trevor's tips to us back during the production of Rogue One. Uh, so basically, he's a guy we can trust. It, there's a lot of movies that are filmed in Cardington Airship Sheds, uh, including The Jungle Book, Justice League, Fantastic Beasts. We already said Rogue One, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, Batman Begins. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Even A New Hope, actually, from back in 1977. Oh, and the all-important Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Yes, yes. Oh, I see that. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> and Deception. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. So I guess Christopher Nolan seems to be making uh, his trips back there a lot. So it should be noted that while Rogue One appeared to use it for Yavin 4 and the original Star Wars for the Masasi Temple, Masasi Temple, Masasi. any type of scenes can be filmed at these sheds. And um, while it's possible that Episode 9 has our latest and greatest new rebellion resistance base set to be filmed here the movie could very well be using the sheds for other type of filming as well with the air sheds massive size and exterior providing protection from unwanted cameras to capture what they're doing while clearly providing a massive space to film a variety of different things so we got an exterior shot of one of the sheds it looks pretty cool it's like got a lime green tint to it and um to conclude uh J.J. Abrams can bring the entire saga full circle with episode 9, and it looks like he is taking that quite literally, returning to the airship shed used for filming shots um, for the original Star Wars back in 1976. So this is some exciting stuff. Um, we sure. see that this space was used by a lot of successful movies. So I, if it, there, that, that's any telling, it seems that he's going back to the original Star Wars to draw some inspiration for it. I don't know what you guys think about that. Uh, it's nice that they're going back to these older locations. Uh, whatever it's going to be used for, who the fuck knows? Like I said, 
episode nine could be anything in the fucking world. Uh, with that being said, maybe we're going to see Yavin again. Because, like you said, A New Hope was used for Yavin. And uh, so was Rogue One. Yeah, but it's a studio, so it's basically whatever they built there. I understand, but as like uh, <laughs> history, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe you'll take some some um, what's it called it, some symbolism and yes. shoot Yevon for at the same studio. Yeah, that'd be very nice. Uh, you're on. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited, of course, but yeah, just like Joel said, you know, like how did you know it was Yevon for? It could be anywhere. Everything's because up because you. You didn't even see Yavin 4 in New Hope. You only saw it from space, actually. We were on Yavin 4. Yeah. New Hope. Oh, I got to watch on the base. Again, yeah, the base. You only see the base, but you don't really see the forest. Oh, yeah, yeah you don't okay. see the forest. But well, we're talking about like all but, the... But that guy just says, uh, says pew pew when the guy is uh, flying, uh, moving in. You see the, the good part of the forest there. The guy standing on the radar tower watching the X-Wings. Yeah. Like, uh, that that's it. The most useless job in the galaxy. So uh, that whole map from Battlefront Two is like pointless to me. You know, yes. I'm 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 reaching <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I hate that map. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> they just added it for jetpack cargo. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I have yet to play that. I don't like jetpack cargo. I, I like, like the, I the like jetpack mechanics. I want normal cargo. Can we have that? Yeah, I want. Normal. That would be amazing. If you guys didn't know, that's where me and Mo met each other. Uh, we met each other on cargo. Oh, so hot. On the goings on Badlands. Oh, it must be hot in the summer. Oh, it, it was very hot that summer. But we definitely heated things up even more, you know what I'm saying? So, Yeroen, uh, uh, I heard you have some more Galaxy Edge, Galaxy's Edge news. Yeah, so Star Wars Galaxy Edge and hotel connections potentially revealed. There's been much speculation about the proposed interactive Star Wars hotel since it was originally announced. To this point, fans, the fans have only seen concept art of the hotel shared by Disney. Well, new permits recently filled with the South Florida Water Management District have provided us some new insight as to how the Star Wars hotel and Disney's Hollywood studios are possibly connected. The newly filed permit reveals a few things. Firstly, it reveals Reaffirms the location of the hotel in relation to the park itself. The hotel will will be across from a galaxy's edge between Studio Drive and Os- Oscola Parkway. How do you say that? Osceola. I think you got Osceola. Osceola. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Osceola Parkway. <laughs> Butchered it. <laughs> Making it rel- relatively short distance from the new expansion. Secondly... These plans give us more insight into the hotel design. It looks as fr- as though the hotel will feature a rectangular design, essentially confirming that the hotel w- will be much smaller in size compared to some Disney's other pro- properties. It's very expensive. I just want to install. It's very expensive to stay there. Uh, oh. Looks big. Sure. There also seems to be limited parking on-site based on these plans, which could mean the hotel will off, will only offer valet parking. Lastly, it seems based on the close proximity of the hotel to Hollywood Studios, there could be a potential pathway for guests to make their way to the park from the hotel. 
it is not known if a pathway will actually be constructed or where it would lead in regards to the park entrance. As of now, there is only one ma main entrance into Hollywood Studios, but a potential secondary entrance into, into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge directly from the hotel was started in early marketing material. This would be similar to the back entrance as Epcot, <laughs> as well as the, <laughs> as the direct <laughs> entrance from the Grand Californian Hotel to Disney's Califor Cor California Adventure. Well, struggling there. Other details on the hotel continue to be limited as Disney is holding their cards close to the chest on this project. But we will keep you posted as more information is discovered from our source, WDWNT. So, yeah. Again, more yeah. exciting stuff coming our way for Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> you guys see that on the blueprint? Yeah. How big it I, is? I, I can't see that at all, to be honest. I always see his lines. It's really hard to discern. There's no, nothing yeah. about the scale, but... But also the picture above it, you can see it, you can see like ground and all that. that I, I think you need to go to Dagobah to, to learn to read those. We <laughs> <laughs> here you got like from uh, what's it called the Hollywood Park. You got Tatooine Alley, New York's uh, Street, and all that. And next to it, you got the project location, and you can really see that it's actually a massive site. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, uh, again, I'm jealous. Because uh, it's not, of course, not in our country. We need to fly over to U the USA that, for that. You guys can but get work visas happen. now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Alpha. Come on, Alpha. Yeah, the future is bright. Buy my ticket. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. I mean, this is going to be something that Star Wars fans across the world are, are going to want to come to. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Uh, ooh. Ugh. Okay, anyway. Battlefront 2 roadmap has been revealed. Outlines updates for the rest of the year. So I will go over this. Uh, if you are a Star Wars Battlefront 2 fan, you're probably going to be pretty bummed about this update. EA has released mm -hmm. their first roadmap for the future of Battlefront 2. Uh, and it's pretty telling to the state of the game. We aren't going to get any Clone Wars content this summer. We are going to have to wait for the final arrival. Well, for the fall to arrive. We finally play as Clone War Heroes. Check out the roadmap below. What? Goddamn dogs. Uh, with that being said, let me bring up that picture a little bit larger. Holy shnikes. Okay, so we're looking in July, which we got yesterday. Yep. Yeah. We got the new hero yeah. starfighter mode, which is four, four heroes versus four villains. Starfighters, best of five, focused on hero ships. We also got heroes can turn lightsabers on and off on command. Lightsaber blocking will now affect stamina. Players can swap appearances pre-round in hero showdown and quality of life improvements. Now, have you guys noticed how weak the lightsaber characters are now? No. no. Play them and... Tell me what you think. Also, they added a Celestian skin for the Assault class, and I'm so happy Pancake Face is back. I, I actually yeah, I didn't notice that, that Vader got nerfed, because yesterday I had like 41, uh, no, 31 eliminations on Heroes for Sins. I was really ripping it. 
August, we're getting clone trooper appearances. Much needed. Finally. Jesus. Emotes and victory poses available to unlock with credits or crystals. Finally. Fall heroes, we're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi and General Grievous. Uh, we're getting the new large-scale mode, which is rumored to be Conquest mode from Battlefront 2 2005. More clone trooper appearances, hero appearances, and the new squad system. Wintertime, we're getting Anakin Skywalker and Count Dooku. Locations will be Geonosis. More clone trooper appearances and more hero appearances. So I'm going to guess by the end of the year this year, we're going to have a pretty complete game. Took a so how about the entire year? Vader. I want battle damage. Yeah, what, what the fuck are they thinking of? At well, the same time, heroes and villains. What the hell? <laughs> I'm not sure. E A E A E A. Oh, and how about fixing your fucking uh, menus? Loading time. They actually did uh, improve the loading times, if you noticed recently. No, I hadn't. <laughs> really? Now, um, loading times for me at least has been really quick. It doesn't take forever. Oh, like also, they added the range trooper to Star Wars Galaxy as heroes. <laughs> well, is that the loading time back to menu, or is that the loading time into the map? Or both? Both, actually. Okay. Or maybe because you're in uh, Iceland. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Netherlands. There, uh, I saw on the internet that the, anim yeah. the animations for Grievous leaked out. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. They look weird on other characters when they apply them to other characters, but uh, from what I can see, it's pretty true to Grievous, and he's going to be very menacing. <laughs> But I hope that they keep it uh, somewhat balanced with him. Like, whenever he does that four lightsaber swing thing, like, that's available for, like, ten seconds. And it's in one direction. Mm -hmm. That way, like, if you corner someone, you can just fucking cut them up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, he's a tank, right? Yeah, he's pretty much going to be, like, a tank character. Yeah, I think so. Like a sentry mode. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Uh, Joel? We got Joel up. Talk, oh, talk uh, about that apparently Funko. there are some new Star Wars Funko vinyl things released. Excellent. Yeah. Looks to be So, Fentatrex reports, new Star Wars Funky vinyl coming soon. More fun from Funko as they announce the imminent arrival of their next wave of Star Wars Funko vinyl. And they, they can spell vinyl, apparently. That's how they spell it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is it? V Y N L. Okay. Uh, there will be no bargain, young Jedi. Say it this like, is Vin say it like This is Vindel. Uh, this Vindel duel, <laughs> a duo, probably won't be winning any beauty award prizes. No, no, they won't. Our, uh, our popularity contest, for that matter. But to diehard Star Wars fans, uh, this Tatooine crime lord and his pet Kowakian monkey lizard jester. Repre represent classic moments in Star Wars lore, and for that they deserve space on your shelf. So that's uh, uh, Jabba and uh, Salacious Crumb. Salacious B. Crumb. Whatever. <laughs> and coming in September, leap headfirst into the ultimate battle between good and evil with a vinyl duo that embodies both the light and the dark sides. Scavenger from Jakku, who became a Jedi and warrior against the First Order, 
and the son of General Leia and Han Solo, who fell to the dark side, represents the importance of balance in the Star Wars universe, according to you. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like these yo. vinyls. They, they look cool and a lot better than the normal Funkos. Uh, so that's the same guys that make the pop uh, things? Yes. Funko Pops? Little um, uh, I mean, fun fact, the original Funkos were called Wacky Wobblers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got a few Funkos. Same here. I got Rio, Chewy, Krennic, DJ, Finn, Forced Order, and uh, Paul Dameron. Also in BB9E. Okay, they do look better than the Funko Pops, just for the fact that they have more personality uh, painted on them. Like, the Funko Pops all, almost all look identical. It's like... Now, shouldn't the uh, the Ray one say Mary Sue on it instead of Ray? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know, I do, but I'm going to chuck a lot of that. <laughs> what do you think, Euro? Are you thinking you're picking these up or what? I don't know yet, because I'm usually uh, only collecting superhero uh, bobbleheads from Marvel and DC. I see. And uh, it's quite addictive, if you ask me. If, if you're collecting, you know, you, you want to keep on collecting. So yeah. I don't want to collect another franchise, you know. But, but it is Star Wars, so tempting. That Jabba one, bro. That Jabba one. The Jabba one is actually pretty cool, to be honest. Yeah, if I ever see the Jabba one, <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> I love my Jabba Black series. It looks pretty good. Pretty good. Momo, talk about that new Bandai B-Wing, baby. Yeah, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Bandai B-Wing revealed. So Bandai reveal a San Diego Comic-Con 2018 Star Wars exclusive. Their 1-72 um, scale Star Wars B-Wing Starfighter limited edition model kit. <clears throat> so uh, Bluefin, the leading North American Distributor of toys, collectibles, and hobby merchandise from Japan and Asia presents an impressive array of stunningly detailed and easy-to-assemble kits from Bandai Spirits Hobby that will be available for purchase during Comic-Con International 2018. A pair of Comic-Con exclusive kits also will be available. Comic-Con International is one of the nation's largest comic book, science fiction, and pop cultural events. It will take place July 19th to 22nd at the San Diego Convention Center in San Diego, California. Bluefin will be located in booth number 401. Complete details on Comic-Con are available. Uh, so yeah, this thing is going to go for $58. And there's a lot of cool news coming out for San Diego Comic-Con. I really, really wish uh, I was going. Last week, last week we covered some stuff. Week before that, I believe we did as well. And this week we got another B-Wing. So... Uh, I'm jealous of anyone who gets to go. Oh, absolutely. Well, you, you guys aren't going? No, no, it's San Diego. It's across the country. So? We have our own Comic-Con coming up in... Just drive. How many days? Two, days? two days drive. We are one, <laughs> two, three, four, five weeks out from uh, the first Dubac Comic-Con. So. If you ask me, uh, for us nerds and geeks, Comic-Con San Diego... San Diego is the mecca, the, the, the nirvana for, for us nerds and geeks. So it is a trip worthy of those two days. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, so when are we planning no. a road trip? 
<laughs> well, there ain't no road for you guys. You guys got to fly. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going That's to start sweet. at your place, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Road trip. You and Joel can cuddle on my on my floor. And I'll get you an air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make sure that I spray paint SJW on the air mattress before Joel lays on it. <laughs> uh, I will... I will uh... I will think about how I will react to that. Probably puke. <laughs> Hand you the mop. Pick this up. Not in this SJW household, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Rowan. Yeah, so San Diego Comic Con 2018. Russell walks trip deck to be on display at Lucasfilm Pavilion. Anyone who's attended celebrations in the past or browsed some of the stunning official artwork out there in the Star Wars galaxy will know the work of Russell Walks. And not only is he exceedingly nice, uh, not only is he an exceedingly nice bloke, but he will also have his artwork front and center at the Lucasfilm Pavilion at this month's San, San Diego Comic Con. Do you see that? The picture? I do. It's excellent. Oh. Mm hmm. It's beautiful. You got the three arrows in there. Yeah. It's Super a prequel. to announce that my longtime pals at Trends International and I have put together what I think is an amazing San Diego exclusive. Trends will be in in will be in the Lucasfilm Pavilion at Comic Con with this six by three foot trip deck celebrating the entire Star Wars saga. This is the largest pencil drawing I've ever done. It represents many, many hours of work. Because of its size, this piece will be sold as free posters over the next few days. I'll show some close-ups and details. But for now, here's the entire piece. And in a beautiful piece, what, it is. That's what Russell Walks shared. And it is beautiful. Yeah, I personally would go for yeah. it. If it's going to be in three different po posters, I personally would go for the prequel one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I want all you. three of them, like like the complete set. Yeah. I think uh, Joel would have to cut out Daisy Ridley, and I think he'd be pretty happy with it. No, also Kylo Ren. <laughs> I wouldn't mind not, none of the, the three. I like them all. Maul is in there. Sadly. I said, I like them all, you asshole. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Trolling fucking Bardo, you asshole. Uh, on a podcast. <laughs> so, let's move on to something that I'm going to pick up. Fianza Tracks reports that, following on from our past couple of days, the GameStop exclusive Shock Trooper electronic helmet is now available to pre-order. It's 99.99. Pre-order are being taken now, and it arrives 17th July 2018, baby. Kids and fans alike can imagine the biggest battles and missions in the Star Wars saga with roleplay items from the Black series. With exquisite features and decoration, this series embodies the quality and realism that Star Wars devotees love. Imagine serving as an elite guard to the, to the Emperor with the Shock Trooper electronic helmet featuring a neck guard, speech projector and adjustable fit with game accurate sound effects and premium interior and exterior design 
This helmet delivers the iconic presentation and detail of roleplay items from the Black Series. Realistic detail gaming act. Uh, pretty much the same thing over and over again. Uh, but it looks excellent. I have a Stormtrooper one, which I display on my desk here. But if I pick this up, you can goddamn better believe it that that's getting replaced. Oh, <laughs> uh, I want it. It looks fucking amazing. It looks amazing. So you, you, if it's on your head? Yeah. Like you can actually if you wanted it. to. Yeah. So what's the electronic thing? You press the side and it allows you to talk like you're talking through a radio. What? So That's you, sick. So you can be like, these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Move along. Move along. Move along. I'm in it for the money. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to get this. Dibs. Dibs. I'll send everyone <laughs> out one. Good deal. Joel. <laughs> All right. So um, there's a rumor around that Billy D. Williams may return to episode nine. Over the last couple of weeks, some rumors have circulated that Billy D. Williams will be returning. First, it was revealed that he was hi- hiring a personal trainer and seeking a healthier diet. And then Fanta Tracks added that two separate sources informed them that Williams would indeed return to the trilogy's conclusion. The next piece of news seems to point in that direction too. The original actor who played Lando has been appearing at several conventions over the last years. While it was already clear that he, while it was already clear that he would not be featured in either episode seven or eight, Billy D was uh, scheduled to make an appearance at the Saskatchewan Saskatchewan Entertainment Expo, September 15th and 16th, but he cancelled because of a busy schedule. Although there's nothing that actually proves that he will be working on Star Wars, he has absolutely nothing else going on right now, and the timing falls in line with the early stages of Episode 9's production. Some very, very artistic and very... Um... Hello? God, I forgot the word. Some <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh... It wouldn't surprise me if they brought in Billy D, because uh, you know they don't have any other OT heroes anymore. Yeah, I think there's a good chance they might. I really do. Especially as a yeah, he, he also said that he wanted to re- return, right? So it's basically just like a easy pickings for for Lucasfilm. And it would make things full circle and allow us to have the OG group back. Like, there's really no reason not to have him in it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very true. Well, maybe he called a STD from a, from a droid. Nah. Cricket, uh, cricket. Uh, perhaps. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, we moving, shall wait and see. Moving on, Mo. Yeah, we got some more exciting news. Um, and other... Exciting new. We have a new Hollywood walk of walk of fame, walk of shame, walk of fame uh, star being added. Lupita Nyong'o to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Who plays Maz Kanata? She begged an Oscar. Yes, she does play Maz Kanata. Um, and among other, she what did it, um, she begged an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in 2012 for her role in the movie Twelve Years a Slave, and we just said she was Maz Kanata. 
and she played a strong role in Black Panther. Um, I mean, this this woman is quite an amazing actress, has done some amazing work. Um, so she definitely deserves the the star, which she will get in 2019, and she will join Alan Arkin, Kristen Bell, Daniel Craig, Robert De Niro, Guillermo del Toro, Anne Hathaway, Tyler Perry, Gina Rowland, Alvin and the Chipmunk, Candace Bergen, Guy Fieri, Terrence Howard, Stacey Keach. Wait, Guy Sid Fieri's getting a fucking Hollywood? And I'm done. I'm done. I think he already has. I think he already has one. I'm yeah, he already has one. She's joining him. Yes, Mandy Moore, Diane West, and Julia Child, and she will have finally a star on the Hollywood Walk of Walk of Walk of Fame. Great news to have another Star Wars star on the walk and another landmark to look for when visiting Los Angeles, which will become even more of a Star Wars destination when the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art, which we have covered before, by the way, opens the Exposition Park in Los Angeles in 2021. So yeah, I mean, er earlier this year, uh, we had Mark Hamill finally get his well-deserved star, and now we have Lu um, Lupita Nyong'o receiving her. So some amazing news for Star Wars. Absolutely. I hope she gets okay. it. I can't wait to see the, the video from that. I'm sure she'll be very humble. Good. Uh, you're wrong. Yeah, so uh, Vanessa Marshall to appear at MCM Manchester Comic Con. So Vanessa Marshall, who starred as Hera Syndulla on the much-loved animated series Star Wars Rebels, is the latest special guest to be announced for the MCM Manchester. A versatile voice actor, singer, and stand-up, Vanessa played the charismatic Tweedak captain of of the Ghost in all four series of Rebels, with the strong-willed Hera keeping her ragtag crew together throughout their long war against the forces of the Empire. Other notable an animated roles include Mary Jane Watson in The Spectacular Spider-Man, Gamora in the TV adaptation of Guardians of the Galaxy, Woo! Irwin in Cartoon Network in Hit the Grim, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. <laughs> Oh, that was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. Didn't watch really? it, but it was a good it. show. <laughs> Black Canary in Young Justice <laughs> and Renee Montoya, Montoya in 2016's animated movie Batman Bad Blood. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched that, that is also a good movie. Marshall has also voiced Wonder Woman in Justice League Crisis <laughs> of um, Two Earths, <laughs> Hela in Avengers Assemble. <laughs> Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold and Vertigo in Wolverine and the X-Men. <laughs> Meanwhile, the New York-born actor's numerous video game credits include Strong Love, Eva, and Change Olga Gurlukulic. Say that five Batman. times, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Olga Gurlukulic in the critically acclaimed <laughs> Metal Gear Solid franchise. <laughs> Poison Ivy and Catwoman <laughs> in Lego Batman, the video game, and Gene, Gene the Wolf in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I think I butchered all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, so this I is was like, seasoned out. I, during this review, I felt like Anakin with the Tusk Tusken Raiders, you know? What, you murdered them all? I slaughtered them. Slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered all those names. Not just the men. The women and the children, too. <laughs> Remember what you told me about the sand people, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like sand. 
<laughs> it's chorus it gets everywhere. <laughs> Why the fuck? <laughs> <It gets everywhere. laughs> okay, guys. Uh, last last topic here. Dobackdiscussion.net reports the scariest man in the galaxy, the omnibus Dar- omnius. Darth Vader, who's breathing alone, is enough to send chills through anyone's spine. Apparently has some fears of his own. In the new book, Are You Scared of Darth Vader? We get a glimpse of what he no, exactly... No, Are You Scared Darth Vader? Oh. A glimpse... Are you scared, Darth Vader? Yeah. We get a glimpse as to what exactly can make Darth Vader shiver. Send. Okay. <laughs> Articles <gets> over. <laughs> Written and illustrated by Adam Rex. No affiliation with Captain Rex, sadly. Did you put that in there, Mo? What, what, what? Did you have to put that in there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <You> fucking... <laughs> no affiliation. We're a serious news source. <laughs> I just got to clear the air on that one. And published by Disney Lucasfilm Publishing. This spooky and fun new book is a must-have for fans out there. I don't know why I'm laughing. Rex spoke to StarWars.com for an interview, which can be found here, Link, to talk about the book. The quote, StarWars.com, so what is Darth Vader scared of? Adam Rex, spoilers, he hates spoilers. Written by Mohammed Grandmaster Ziad. Whoop, whoop. Uh, yoink. Yeah. <laughs> yoink. I actually want to read that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like the art. The art is very nice. Oh, God, I lost my cursor. There we go. Yeah, it uh, looks like a cute little book. I, I'm i probably going to get it. You look like a cute little book. Ooh. <laughs> Make up, baby. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, 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 there we go. Uh, with that being said, guys, that concludes uh, today's Do Back Discussion podcast. Now it's time for the business end of things uh remember to visit dobackdiscussion.net for your source of everything star wars remember to visit our facebook twitter instagram for the facts of the day and updates on recently published articles you can also find us on playstation network as with me elbardo was here no spaces w-e-u-z-h-r-e you can find joel on psn at under n7 myth you can find Mohammed on PSN as Yo Yo It's Yaya, and you can find <laughs> I don't even want to say it on a podcast. <laughs> You're Rowan on PSN yes. as Soki Biscuit. Do not Google that. Uh... <laughs> oh, fucking hell, we're horrible. Remember that, people. Soki Biscuit. <laughs> you can start getting <laughs> messages. Uh, also, Mohammed and I. And Tim will be attending uh, Steel City Comic Con. Look for the Dubak Discussion booth. And the Syrian and chubby bearded guy sitting underneath the banner. Uh, also, Tim will be handing out flyers, business cards, all the fun stuff. Be sure to stop by the booth, talk to us, and check out the website. Uh, we will have multiple tablets and iPads there to display our content. Also, uh, stay tuned every Saturday for a comic book update from Yoroan. And be sure to check out our fan film reviews on dobackdiscussion.net, written by our very own Joel, the man, the myth, the legend, Storms. Yes, yes. Anyway, also future news, goals, whatnot. uh, 
We will be adding an online store to dobackdiscussion.net so you can buy our, many of our t-shirt designs to be released and announced soon, including our amazing Trust the Hat design and our Together We Can Save Star Wars Phantom shirt. But with that being said, thank you guys for joining me on the Dubak Discussion podcast. And as always, may the force be with you always. 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 Uh, that's Bardo signing off. Grandmaster Ziad signing off. Myth signing off. And Kumari signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Stop.